G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Thanks, Neil. Great to be back for another year. Hey, Alex, uh, let's talk 2022 because, you know, you could have your head in the sand and just hope everything's going to be good and normal. Uh, but uh, I think we need to be taking a realistic look. Uh, we did a couple of sessions late last year with predictions for what was coming and things are starting to crystallise a little bit as things are changing even right now as we're sitting and talking. Uh, getting set for 2022, how do you start planning for a year ahead like this? Yeah, look, I say we want to break it up into two simple ways of thinking about it. One, I think, is we've got to prepare spiritually. You know, I think one of the observations that most of us will have made over the last two years is the world is getting more chaotic, you know, more uncertainty, more instability, you know, more political unrest, more polit- more division. You know, I've all been staggered with COVID, just the level of division. So there's all these kind of crazy things going on. Um, so I think we need to prepare spiritually. You know, as as Christians, we we look to God for our for our hope and for our um, obviously for our salvation, but also for our direction. And so. At the start of a year, to me, it's a great chance to have, you know, that kind of reset that many of us like. You know, I remember talking to people at the end of last year and most people were pretty exhausted. So hopefully they're feeling refreshed for the year. But we do need to prepare spiritually. And the parts I would say there that I think people really want to consider is I love that biblical word, repent. Okay, and when it comes to our finances, I think most of us are probably honest. We need to repent of certain things. Maybe it's uh, stinginess, or maybe it's fear, or any of these kind of things. Um, but repent, as a as a biblical word, means to turn around. Okay, it means to go the other way. And so, with our finances, this is a great chance to potentially reset and change direction with your finance. Yeah, you know, step up to be more generous, step up uh, and save more, and so forth. So, great opportunity there. Um, but the one I really want to challenge listeners to is to adjust our focus to a kingdom focus. You know, Australia as a country has had it very easy for a very long period, and uh, you know, I think what I've witnessed, and I'm sure many people can relate to this, is there's often when it comes to a Christian and a non-Christian, there's often very little difference in terms of how we live our lives. And so what I want to really encourage listeners to think about their finances is to have that kingdom focus and say to yourself, you know what, life is breathtakingly short. I want to use my money to make a difference. And this year is the year that I want to really start doing that and making sure I have that eternal focus with my money. You know, what am I going to put my money into this year that's going to build God's kingdom? You know, I think in, in Australia, our prosperity is distracted us and we've made and we've become very complacent about the gospel and we've become that's of course not true of everybody but we are as a general you know rule uh, very complacent and uh, you know as our society is is declining as I'm sure many listeners would agree to we need to be, have that kingdom mindset and realize that we are here for God we are here to build his kingdom and we've got to do with that um, so they're the two big ones but the other one I think is because obviously what's going on around the world at the moment with all the instability is just to deal with our fears you know God does not want us to be fearful. He wants us to have complete trust in him, uh, to have a sound mind, 
And so I really want to encourage listeners to use this chance in the start of the year as a just chance to reconnect with God and to realize, you know what, God is above all these circumstances, all these things going on around us. God's not surprised by any of it, um, and he's completely in control. And so we should be excited by that. You know, Alex, even as we're talking here, uh, when you talk about preparing spiritually, sometimes we think that's a little bit airy-fairy. Uh, you know, <laughs> oh, okay, well, I've got to spend a bit more time praying and on my knees and uh, things like that. But as you start to say that word repent, as you say adjust to a kingdom focus and deal with fears, I couldn't help but think of one word that you didn't mention. And that was something, uh, and it's a word which describes something that is at the heart of every single one of us, but we often don't like to admit it. And it is the word greed. <laughs> and uh, and greed, and when you said repent, I thought, oh, you know, because sometimes we're so much about self and gaining things for ourselves uh, that we actually avoid this sort of thought about what I would do for others, what I would do for the poor, what I would do for a kingdom focus. So if you were actually talking about preparing spiritually, is this one of those issues? Uh, what are your thoughts about this word greed? Because it's important, isn't it? Absolutely. And what, with, with the problem with greed is we often see it very easily in others. And we see it in the media, you know, we look at, um, you know, the celebrities and we look at Wall Street and we see them as greedy. And because that's often more extreme, we tend to not see it in ourselves. When, whereas when you look at Australian society broadly and our obsession with home ownership and obsession with lots of material things and, you know, borrowing money for cars and all of that, we are very much a society driven, driven by greed and materialism. And uh, Alex Cook. And uh, I think Alex might have just dropped out there. Uh, we'll look to have uh, Alex restored into that conversation. And uh, we'll uh, look to uh, continue this conversation. Now, uh, take the opportunity here if you do have a question. And we're going to be talking a little more about greed. We'll talk about some practical things too that we can do to prepare finances for 2022. And yes, uh, in such a way as it's got a great biblical foundation. So... Uh, Good so 1-800-316-316 if you want to join in. Alex, have we got you back? Yes, I'm back. <laughs> there you go. As I said, there could be a few funny things that could happen during our program today. Hey, talking greed, uh, you talk about the ways that we sometimes think of, you know, Wall Street greed, and actually that same greed can affect us. Now, with uh, rising inflation, uh, uncertainty in stock markets, I know they've been uh, falling right now. Uh, people have been buying all sorts of things, trying to prepare for what could be a financial hit. Uh, greed comes out of us in the worst possible times, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And look, it's it's part of our human heart, I think. It's human nature. And um, as a result, we tend to um, default, you know, it's almost like a default option. And so, as I say, as you know, you brought back, uh, you know, the word repent. This is a great chance to sort of not only go the other way, but also to think through, am I really like this? You know, be honest with yourself. Because I think whether it's, you know, the buying the latest phone or, or upgrading your house and renovations, and even when I talk, the one, I, the one where I often see it and where I say there's little distinction between Christian and non-Christian is around retirement. Often people's aspirations uh, around retirement are pleasure-related as opposed to, and just enjoying oneself, um, which inherently there's nothing wrong with, but... What's often lost, though, is that view, well, hang on a minute, I'm here to run my race for Jesus until the very end. 
that to me is the um, the critical thing. And we should be thinking, well, in retirement, am I just going to spend it on myself and travel around, or am I actually going to use that time really wisely and the finances wisely for the advancement of God's kingdom? Uh, and that's where greed, you know, stops us from doing that because we tend to focus on ourselves uh, rather than rather than others and rather on God's kingdom. So it's it's a very real issue, but it, we've got to be honest and and. Uh, True to you know, be true. You know, be truthful. Truthful to yourself. You know, am I am I really like that? Because I think we all are inherently. So, in preparation spiritually, it might be just addressing some of those things that are oftentimes fairly commonplace in the way we talk about uh, the things we need to adjust to. You hear about these sort of things in church from time to time. Certainly, when we're talking about finances, greed is is a a powerful thing to just make a personal assessment about. Hey, let's talk some practical things here. How you might prepare for twenty twenty two? Where do we start practically? Yeah, look. Obviously, start of the year, one of the key things is just making sure you um, set some goals for the year. That could be things like, you know, get out of debt. Um, You know, one thing going around the world at the moment is inflation's really taken off around Europe, America, and and even here to to some degree. I mean, certainly you've seen it here in house prices. Um, And as a result of that, to me, this is a chance to think, well, hang on a minute. If interest rates rise, I I might be very negatively affected here. So a chance to um, get out of debt, and I'd be really encouraging listeners. I I know people have listened to our program regularly have heard me drum on about it, but, you know, it's getting more precarious as rates start to rise. So I'd say have a clear debt plan. Um, of course, once again, uncertainty, particularly, I think, with uh, employment, even though the unemployment rate's really low, um, a lot of the economic stimulus that's been there over the last two years has now subsided. So companies, and we're starting to see a few big builders go under and so forth, it is likely to potentially affect people. So I always say to people, pragmatically, you want to have an emergency fund, and that you should try and aim to get that to about six months worth of living expenses. Now, some people go, whoa, Alex, that's a lot. I don't have anything like six months. Well, to be honest, just start with $1,000, just build it up so you've got something there, and then you can work towards building up to three months, and then building up to six months over time. It doesn't have to be an overnight thing, um, but certainly start having that buffer built into place. Uh, and then of course, set some savings goals. You know, we all wanna get ahead with our finances. We want to uh, make sure that we're saving money. So try and work out, do a budget and say, right, how much can I afford to save? And be really diligent about automating that. So it just happens in the background uh, and really get that happening. And of course, the thing, you know, we talked about that kingdom focus before. This is a chance to sort of revisit your giving. So look at, you know, your church giving, your missions giving, all the things you're currently supporting and say, you know, what can I increase? You know, to me, that there's a faith step in all of this, and that is that you want to step out in faith and increase your generosity. And in a chaotic world like this, we need to desperately win people for Jesus, and that's going to involve us being generous, um, be willing to sacrifice things. So you look at your budget and say, what am I willing to give up for God? And what am I going to sow into instead? Uh, and uh, and so live a generous life. And these are the practical things that we can look at and review at this time of year. Well, there's so many factors that can uh, give us that sort of uh, shiver of fear so far as finances go. Uh, I wonder whether even the global issues that are going on, as you said, the inflation rate rising in so many places around the world, uh, affecting us here too. Uh, What if Russia invades Ukraine? Uh, What about all the supply chain issues that we're facing right now? The possibility of higher interest rates, Uh, the stock market uh, down about 7% even today and 
uh, possibilities of a stock market crash. I don't be too doom and gloom here because uh, you know you know prepare ourselves for what might come. But you can't uh, as you, uh, as we're saying can't put your head in the sand here, Alex. Uh, so far as what we might expect for the coming year. Yeah, look, and obviously predicting the uh, the future is is fraught with danger. And so, you know, I'd say to anyone listening to me, don't just assume that Alex has, has a crystal ball about the future or some sort of prophetic insight. However, there are what I call warning signs, some big p- picture things. So the, the probably the really obvious one at the moment coming out of the US and, and Europe is inflation. That's really quite serious now. It's over 6% in the US. And typically when inflation arrives, and just so for what does that really mean for listeners, it's really when the cost of living rises, okay? And that's, we're seeing that, uh, you know, in energy costs, you're seeing that in living costs, uh, in rent, you know, and house prices, and you're seeing it flow through to everything. And that's, that's that inflationary effect. Um, so when that happens, central banks tend to raise interest rates to try and stop it or to try and keep it under control. So the, the, the forecast for this year is there's going to be at least uh, four rate rises out of the US. And so when that happens, um, that's likely to have a negative impact on stock markets and bond markets simply because uh, they're already very expensive and it's going to have a negative effect on corporate earnings. And of course, the level of debt around the world is very high. So that's the, the big risk. And therefore, and to put it in, in Aussie, Aussie context, you know, if you've got a mortgage and you've got a large debt, the reality is um, interest rates rising may have a big impact on your household cash flow. So if you were thinking about selling, maybe maybe now is a good time if you're worried about having too high debt levels, or maybe you have got surplus cash flow and you can throw extra against your mortgage to, to really you know get it down. And of course, there's other things that are boiling, you know, with all the, um, the issues around vaccination around the world, we're seeing a lot of social unrest, uh, not of it, all of it's making the mainstream media, but certainly around the world, we are seeing considerable uh, protests. They're happening, they really are happening everywhere and of course that has a um, that's sort of bubbling under the surface and that gets exacerbated when people are struggling economically you know they tend to hit the streets when they're in in uh, in difficult times and this I think I, I honestly think despite all these crazy things going on I think it's such an opportunity for the church to rise up, not only to live generously, but to be the community. You know, so many people are alone. They're isolated, you know, not just, you know, just in isolation literally because of COVID, but people are very, very isolated. So what an opportunity for the church. And by church, I don't mean just institutional, but I mean, you know, the body of believers. We have an opportunity to reach out and just to be with people and to share the good news with them um, and to live generously through this season. It is, so it's all well and it's easy to be doom and gloom, but it's also a massive opportunity for us to do good. Uh, and I think community is the big thing. You know, one of the things that's sad when you walk down the street, and of course, it depends where you are, you know, everyone's masked up and this kind of thing, is that people don't often want to, you know, they're almost scared of each other, they're distancing and so forth. And that's that's very problematic on the long term. We want a society where people talk to each other and, and share things. And as Christians, we can be that. Uh, we can be that community. We can be that light to them. Um of course, in the investing world, I think because we're start, starting from very high prices you know, in terms of um, uh, you know asset bubbles, property shares, etc., you you have to expect that this year is going to be quite a volatile year, um, and we're seeing that now in the stock market, which is down about eight uh, percent from its high in the last uh, you know in the last ten days. Well, I'm sure listeners might be able to hear that feedback that we're hearing as well. Uh, Why don't we draw our segment to a close? Alex Cook, 
is the founder of Wealth with Purpose. You can connect with Alex through wealthwithpurpose.com. You can get some great resources there, absolutely free, a biblical foundation for your finances. You can follow Alex on Facebook and on Twitter. There is an Ask Alex at wealthwithpurpose.com email address as well. Uh, Alex, thanks so much for being with us today on 2020. My pleasure. Thanks, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.